91.5. You're tuned into Radio Wave. to all of my wave riders. Welcome back to Radio Wave. I am your host, Ashley Liebig, and I am joined here today with my substitute co-host. Riley Chrisman. Thank you. <laughs> and we are joined here with our reoccurring guest. Stephanie Overton. And today we are going to be talking about the one, the only, Fallout Boy. Drum roll, drum roll please. I love Fallout Boy so much. They uh, Fallout Boy and Panic got me through most of my middle school years, and then that's when I started discovering more of the alt rock genre. I don't know what to classify anybody anymore because I don't know what emo music is. I don't know what punk music is. I don't know what alt rock music is. What would you classify them as? They're just vibing. They're vibing. That is know. straight up. That's facts. a good question. I mean, modern modern punk is very different than like nineties punk. Soul punk. Like I would argue the germs. <laughs> the germs are would be considered punk back in their day, you yeah. know, versus well, more grungy punk, but versus now, like I don't know, emo e music used to be what what were those bands? Uh we used my to, Chemical Romance. I mean, even Come then, those are still technically kind of newer. I mean, well, yeah. no, because My Chemical Romance was popular in middle school, but I don't know. There's a lot of different... Green Day. Yeah. Yeah. Those types of bands. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to think of. My brain was just... Blink-182. I mean, at its time, maybe. I didn't grow up during that era, so I can only make assumptions, but yeah. Well, I guess I didn't grow up during the germs either, but it's just the music <laughs> I kind of did grow up listening to, though, but... You grew up listening to uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers too, so yeah, and and I got the germs from the fact that like my favorite guitar player from that band, like he listened and played a lot of the germs music, so like I looked into his idols and found those through that way, you know. So yeah, I love that. But speaking of idols, I believe our current topic is about yours. <laughs> Let's, I'm just gonna let I, you go. I love Fall Out Boy. So I've how seen did they them twice. Uh, so in Chicago, <laughs> think or this no is, is the question. This is real. <laughs> Pete Wentz was in a music store and he met up with, I believe it was Joe Troman um, or maybe Patrick Stump. It was one of them. And they were just, you know, chatting, uh, talking about um, music. And they eventually from there formed the band. Patrick Stump was actually originally supposed to be the drummer. Um, but then, you know, he started singing and Pete was like, uh-uh, <laughs> you have to sing. So they brought in Andy Hurley. Um, as a drummer, which if you've ever seen a picture of Andy Hurley, he sounds so ridiculously different than what he looks like. Like his voice is so high, but he's just like a tatted up dude. And it is hilarious. I've met a few people like that and it always freaks me out like every single time. I love artists like that. You know, Louis Capaldi was one for me. I went to the iHeartRadio Festival in 2019 and he came out with Alicia Keys. And I was like, that's what he looks like? And I was honestly more surprised. <laughs> I never saw what he looked like before. But then I was surprised by the fact that when I did, I was like, what? See, that was me when I saw Alec Benjamin. Because he started mm. talking. And he <laughs> sounds like a 14-year-old boy. <laughs> but I fully expected him to at least have like a middle tone voice. Kind of like Riley's. No. <laughs> Not at all. Just, Just a child. <laughs> has not dropped Aww. which makes sense because his like his singing voice is very high but also not the point what got you into fallout boy um i was sad <laughs> i was sad in middle school um weren't we all anyone who's listened to our nf 
episode knows that depression is that thing. It gets yeah. Um, and my one of my close friends, Aaron, in high school, um, was like, "You would like this band because you're sad," <laughs> <laughs> and he was right. Um, and I listened to basically everything they ever put out, and then. I don't know, it kind of snowballed from there. I um, I bought tickets to go see them in Minneapolis. Nice. Uh, and then I told my mom we were going. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> bought the tickets and then said, hey, mom, guess what? We're going on a trip in March. <laughs> and went to see them. And then I went to see them when they were in Vegas last, which was like 2019. Mm-hmm. Okay, so basically know. pre-pandemic, yeah. before the world went black, before the music scene went dark. Yeah. Cool. I love it. Well, I got a question for you then, because, you know, you said your friend recommended them to you because you were sad at the time. And I would argue to say that this is an extremely popular band. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people know it. And obviously, when it comes to music, we see cultural shifts. So do you think that maybe that sadness is a cultural shift amongst our generation? Yeah, I think our generation is full of sad people. (laughs) And but like, you know, it makes sense given the everything that's happening climate um and i think this is just one of those bands that like you can listen to it and kind of forget everything that's happening love that you know okay well then i will also poke your brain with this let's say someone who doesn't like their music at all you know would you would you say that maybe they're part of a cultural shift that doesn't agree with cultural shift in the sense of maybe they're heading a different direction or do you think that like what types of Pulls do you get from those types of vibes when people say that? I think people, anyone who I've spoken to anyway who doesn't like Fall Out Boy, it's just because alternative is not their type of music. That's fair. For the most part, though, like if like like I listen to pretty much any kind of music, but like so like most people I feel like are on like people aren't really locking themselves into a genre nowadays. They're more like, yeah, I listen to, you know, a little bit of everything and Fall Out Boy is that <laughs> a yeah. little bit of everything. What's your favorite album from them? Folly You Do. <laughs> yeah, so fast. <laughs> she said, I'm I mean, ready. let me think about it. Folly You Do. <laughs> oh, okay. Which one do you think she likes? Uh, I, I don't know. I'm thinking maybe Fall, Folly You Do, something yeah. like that. Yeah. That's, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Save Rock and Roll sure. is also really good, but. Which one? Save Rock and Roll. Oh. Mm. But Folly You Do. Like, that's. So, mm. why is it your favorite? Um, none of the songs make sense. <laughs> For real, none of That's the songs music. make sense. I I did um in high school I did a a song like what's the word? Like an interpretation like where you had to like write a paper about what the song is about. Yeah. And I picked one of theirs cuz I hate myself. <laughs> Wait, what grade was this? 11th. Well, I would argue that that's actually kind of a defining way to look at music. I mean, if their yeah, songs don't I st- make sense. I'll be honest with you. I wrote this paper. I still don't know what Ship Gold Standard is about. Like, But I, I mean, but the, the fact that you tried and you tried to get meaning from it shows that there is some sort of appeal there. Right. Yeah. You know, that song touched you in a way enough to make you want to write a paper about it, regardless if you figured out its meaning. Maybe that was its meaning, you know, was yeah. to reach your ears and make you feel the way that you did yeah what is your opinion of infinity on high infinity on high it's 
it's okay. Oh. It's okay. It's, I like, you know, the Saint scene. I like uh, the Thanks Saint for the Memories. I like the ones that are like the big songs from that album. Yeah. Everything else is just sort of there. It's not like, it's not my go-to album. That's I don't, fair. I'm not like, oh man, I got to listen to Infinity on High right now. Now, like, is I'm there not, a time you put it on? Like maybe that one weird obscure vibe you get like once every year, you know? Yeah, like once... Once in a while, but it's not it's not the one that I'm like, I got to listen to this one all the way through. Yeah. Yeah. You know. What um, about American Beauty? I love American Beauty. <laughs> um, I there were I like American Beauty and I also like the um, companion album, which is the one with all the remixes on okay. it. Like I, I know some people were not super down when they started doing that, but I love them. But yeah, American Beauty, I thought, because that one came out when I was a junior in high school. Okay. So like peak sad boy hours, right? right? Of course. <laughs> like 4th of July, I blasted that song in my car nice. constantly. Love it. And Twin Skeletons. I could write a dissertation on Twin Skeletons. I love that song so much. If you haven't listened to it, listen to it right now. So kind of to backtrack a little bit, I'm looking at... The song titles of Folly Ado. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Disloyal Order of Water Buffaloes. Yep. I don't yeah. care. She's my Winona. Mm-hmm. America's sweetheart sweethearts, but spelled like 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 a like, like a, a hotel suite. suite. Um head first slide into Copper's town. Head first slide into Cooperstown on a bad bet. Wow. My bad. I can't read. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> The Shipped Gold Standard. That's the one I wrote the paper on. Coffees for Closers. In, in parentheses. That's my entire mood. Everyone should know that that song is in parentheses. Is there a purpose for that? Nope. Okay. okay. I'm sure there is deep down in Pete Wentz's mind. But what a catch, Donnie. What a catch is a very sad song. 27, Tiffany, Tiffany Blues. Mm-hmm. Except it's spelled like B-L-E-W-S. Whams, mm-hmm. $20 nosebleed, $20 nosebleed. Coast Smoker. $20 nosebleed. Cheap nosebleed when you think about it. I mean, if you have a bad enough nosebleed where you got to spend money, I feel like you're going to be spending a lot more than $20. Yeah. You know? I feel like if you have a bad enough nosebleed, you're going to be spending $20 in tissues. <laughs> yeah. You guys looked at that song title in two very different ways. I know. And that's I love what that. I was just thinking. Um, $20 nosebleed is one of the first songs that... Uh, Brendan Urie did with Fallout Boy. Okay, cool. I'm gonna listen to this really quick. <laughs> She's on vinyl because I'll. Ooh, that was very satisfying. I don't remember. We just kind of left off talking <clears throat> about the album. So, so I listened to the song, and my boy Brendan Urie sounds uh, beautiful in it. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of Fallout Boy. I just don't know as many songs as you know. <laughs> That's all right. That's well, she all knows right. all of them. <laughs> I know. I know more about this band than maybe I should. Like, I feel like this this episode is going to change how you see me as a person. <laughs> and I'm sorry. Uh, by the way, as recording this episode, today is Patrick Stump's birthday. I know I mentioned it before, but I wanted to make sure we got that on yeah, the recording. Yeah, completely fair. That's Patrick Stump being the lead singer. Well, then I'm going to get back happy to Happy my- birthday. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday. So I'm going to get back to my question I had for you when we were off the air for a second. Okay. Uh, you were talking about how when they made their CD, they put the lyric sheet and you were kind of sad about that. You're like, man. Yeah. Folly Ado doesn't have a lyric sheet when you buy the CD. Yeah. 
So that led me to ask about vinyl because I, I'm not like a big like audiophile person, but I do like vinyl. I feel like it's an easy gift for people to give me pretty cheap, you know, and I don't really like things. So it's a really good thing to do. Well, I've noticed and on some of the vinyls for some of my favorite artists, they'll change like a background counter melody part or a vocal lead line or they'll add a section or take away something and replace it with this in their vinyl works. And I was just curious if maybe they had some stuff I didn't know about where they did that. I don't think so. I have save rock and roll on vinyl. I have three vinyl records right now because all of my other ones are in North Dakota. I have that one. I have the West Side Story album from the original movie. And I have... um, a really old recording of a Batman story. Oh, which I think tells a lot about why me am as a I person. not surprised? Do you want to get into Batman about fo- there's follow up boy connection with Batman? You okay, ready? You I ready? Have to know. Okay. You ready? All right. So Lego Batman, right? You with me? The song <laughs> that he sings is written and sung by Patrick Stump oh, from Fallout Boy. Oh, in the boy. Lego movie? Mm-hmm. So does that mean that technically Fallout Boy is Batman lore? Yeah. Okay. So I'm down for that. Wait, where's the multiverse in that? Legos. I mean, that whole movie is kind of a multiverse. Voldemort shows up for a second. That's fair. The place is wild. Anyway, back to so yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't know if Save Rock and Roll. I haven't listened to it in depth. For me, vinyls are what I put on when I'm like cleaning my room and I can just throw it on in the background and listen. Um, I haven't listened to it like in depth, like marking down any changes. So. I don't know, but now I now I kind of want to check it out. Yeah, take a deeper look. Well, I would not know the difference between chord progressions or well, it's not even the, the theory. It's just the, what your ear, ear what your ear would hear. Like I remember, uh, like when I first started listening to the Chili Peppers and I got their stuff on vinyl, I didn't know a lick of music theory. And I listened to their Californication album and one of their songs, like Havana Affair, I think it was. It has now I know this crazy thing called like a harmonic minor melody in there, but in the original doesn't have that. But when Mm. I didn't know music theory, I didn't know what the heck that was, but I knew it sounded different. I'm like, whoa, he doesn't do that on the original recording, but on the vinyl he did, which then prompted me to go online and research it and then find out that there's more that did that. So I went and bought all their vinyl. So I was like, I got to see where they did it elsewhere. (laughs) And then I saw where they did it with other artists. So it's one of those things that I like to see if other artists do as well. Was that how you got into music? That's not how I got into music, but that was definitely a part of the laying foundation of my loving music journey. Like that was a part of it. I was already playing guitar at this time. I definitely like I was playing with a jazz band in my high school and new guitar was a thing I wanted to do. But that was definitely the search for. All right, let me listen to more than just 90s grunge. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I love it. Um, Did you need a segue? I oh. needed a segue. All right. So let's go back to American Beauty. Hang on. OK. <laughs> Okay, so if you were to be on a desert island, oh no, what album would you take with you? What two albums would you take with you? Just by this group or in general? Just by Fall Out Boy. And then I'll ask you in general. Oh, you didn't have to ask me. I just just meant for her. So that's really tough because like Folly Ado is really good, but like... I'm not going to remember any of those lyrics because none of them make sense. They really don't. They don't. But it's it's a good album. We're talking about Mr. I mean, Benzendine. Let's let's say save rock and roll. And then. Okay. Is it because you want to save rock and roll? Yes. (laughs) And also Elton John's on that album. 
Oh, I did not know in that. In the song, Save Rock and Roll. Okay. So. I respect it. And then my other album would probably be American Beauty, American Psycho, just so I can have Twin Skeletons and Uma Thurman. That's, that's a good take. It's a good take. I appreciate that. And more to say about Elton John. Okay, if you but want would it. you do vinyl or CD? On a desert island? Shh. <laughs> well, that's important. Cassette like, tape. Because that, that, that's important. You're fine. Can we, I do eight tracks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Because I mean, like, if I as long as I have something to play it on, yeah. Well, I mean, how would you like? How would you actually hold on? Let's think about which one of these is going to last the longest. Probably a CD. Probably. Well, CDs can be scratched pretty easily, and if you're on a desert island, there's lots of sand. But the vinyls can break really easily. Vinyls will break easily. Ooh, but CDs could be used to get a boat. You know, if you're trying to. Yeah. You got me there. It's yeah. gonna it's gonna be a CD for me, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> for five hundred, yeah. I'd also like to buy a vowel. It's a different show, but I like making that joke. <laughs> I have more hey, to say about can, Elton John if you want it. Let's hear it. Can I buy a vowel really quick? Yeah, you. Oh. 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 Oof. We'll save that one for the Valentine's special. Oof. The year. Um. So Save Rock and Roll is the album where they decided to make a music video for every single song on the album. And you can watch it all as one long story. Oh, that's cool. Oh, I love that. Expensive. It's, <laughs> yes. Uh, it's it's a very cool story. It's extri- it's very gory and there's lots of like blood and death. Spoiler, they all die, but it's fine. Oh because wow. Elton God Elton John is God. Right. Heck yeah. And when they were filming the last music video, for whatever reason, they're all wearing all white and then they get just covered in blood. Okay. Yes. Okay. For for no reason. And when they were filming it, they told Elton John that they weren't going to get any on his face. It was only going to go on his clothes. So if you watch that music video, you will see that it landed almost entirely on his face. <laughs> And they covered his face with blood. Do you think if, this was intentional? I don't know, because he asked them not to put it on his face. But when they threw it, I mean, you can't really control where where it goes. True, but there's a point where mm-hmm. if it's mostly getting on his face, I mean. Anyway, if you have like 50 minutes, <laughs> sit down and watch the video. They have uploaded it as a full video. Cool. I'd love to check that out. I'm a little bit slow. Was okay. it real blood? No, 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 no. No, no, okay. no, no, no. Fake blood. Okay. Pretty sure. I hope it was fake blood. <laughs> anyway, in this state, in the same storyline, um, it just makes me think of uh, Poltergeist, where they used real skeletons in the um, pool scene. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's why there's a Poltergeist curse. Anyways, back to what you were saying. Yeah, I'm googling to make sure I don't say the wrong person. That's that is fair. fair. Um, Tommy Lee plays the devil in. <gasps> oh. In the uh, in it's called the Young Blood Chronicles. This. Story. <laughs> Who's Tommy Lee? <laughs> I was I like, know. she's like, who is he? I'm like, it's more fun if you don't know. <laughs> she's giving her a hard time. I think you you shouldn't let her know. Don't tell her. Let's give her a hard time. You can Google it. Wow. <laughs> um. Yeah. Can so the the album is really good, and the Young Bud Chronicles is also really good. Okay, so let's play around with this a little bit then. Okay. <laughs> if Fall Out Boy were to make an appearance, 
on Glee. I'm not saying them. I'm saying their songs. Okay. What would be... Okay, I'm just going to... We're going to play a game, okay? I'm going to give you a scenario. You're going to give me a song. Okay, okay, okay. I like that. So, <clears throat> if nobody knows what Glee is, then get out under that rock. Um, <laughs> so, I... Let's see. Rachel and Finn are dating. Okay. Finn oh realizes so he's specific. gay. What? Finn realizes he's gay. Okay. Song. Okay. So do we have to go based on like <laughs> when the album came out or do, free range? Free range. Okay. Got it. Give me a second. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, some of the listeners, they, I mean, we know what Glee is, but I've never watched Glee. This is, like, see, this is, this is are. tough because the thing is, is that none of their lyrics make sense. So, so trying to find a song for a little filler Rachel is the main character. She's really annoying. Is okay. Is Rachel the main character? Because the main character is Sue. The show just changed. That is very true. <laughs> I can see it in the faces. Um, okay, so I'm basically right. Rachel is one of the main characters. Uh, essentially, it's much much like um if high school musical were to be on crack cocaine. Sometimes actually. Sometimes, actually. <laughs> um, that would be Glee. Uh, Finn is the football character that is too shy to who be is, seeing in the in So, in this scenario you've Glee made, Club. who is Finn in love with? What? In this scenario you've made, you said Finn Puck. realizes he's gay. He's Puck. in love with Puck. Definitely Puck. Puck okay. is his best friend, by the way. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is an interesting scenario you've made for me. <laughs> I don't know how to how to bat with this, to be honest. <laughs> no, it's okay. I got it. Well, so, that's why Stephanie has the has the reins on this one. That's fair. Did Finn ever have a religious storyline? I feel like he died. He did. A he did bit. when he found out about his dad. Okay. Uh, because he wasn't sure if he believed in God or not. Got it. Did he? No. Okay, so that one's out. <laughs> Wait, out of curiosity, which one was it? It was going to be church from Mania. Um, if you were church, I'd get on my knees. <laughs> oh, I mean that's a little bit. Wait, those are the lyrics that, to that might song. Actually, is work. that is that religious or is that sexually charged or is it you sexually know, charged it's religious? A, it's a little bit of both. It's a little bit of both. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, I'm gonna give you a new scenario. Okay, I'm ready. They fight over Sam. Is it Sam? Is that actually who you were thinking of? No, but that's perfect. <laughs> who were you thinking of? Um, whoever the one like obviously gay guy that Rachel dated in like the second season. Jesse St. James. Jesse. Jesse. I'm talking about Jesse and okay. Jesse's girl. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little out of the box. Stick with me. All right. <laughs> all right. We're gonna leave Fallout Boy. Okay. okay. Fallout Boy has disbanded. It's 2011, oh 2012. All right. Okay. Fallout Boy is no longer together. Don't worry. Spoiler alert, they come back. All right. <laughs> <laughs> marketing great marketing. right yeah so 2011 right patrick stump is like fine whatever i'll make my own album it's called soul punk okay it's a song from there it's it's called everybody wants somebody and i think it would work really well for that situation okay so let's say mercedes wins well yeah she obviously well yeah obviously but like what song when she wins yeah Ooh. uh <laughs> It's not a lot of happy songs for Fallout Boy, so I there feel like this really one is isn't. a challenge. 
So just like someone wins something? like No, j- like Mercedes wins Sam. In the name of love. <laughs> one more in the name of love. I'm really thinking about it. I'm really, I'm looking through their discog. Their, I can never say this word. Dis- discography? That it's, one. It's tough. It's, it's yeah. a tough word to say. After you contemplating, it made me contemplate and get in my head. So I, I feel Discover. your frustration. Discography. Disco- discography. But the way I say discography. it, I Discography. Like, I kind of okay, took so the she, C out of it. Discography. She won? Dis- okay, one more time. She w- So she won. Yeah. She's, she's the winner. Yeah. Is she now singing to Sam? Yeah. Alone together. Yeah. No, Alone Together. That's the name of the song. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> it's from Save Rock and Roll. Okay. It's fantastic. What's a line in it that makes you want to pick that one? Um, Do I know the words to this song? The yes, chorus. I do. Hold on. Liquor. Okay. Um, Let's be alone together. We could stay young forever. Scream it from the top of your lungs is the chorus. That's adorable. Yeah. The rest of the song is not as great. <laughs> Adorableness, but it's fine. Don't worry about it. It's just that one line. That's all like, that this is the road to ruin and we're starting at the end is such a good line, but it doesn't work with the scenario that you've, you pitched Fair. to me. All right. So we'll take the chorus and we'll like speed it up. Yeah. And we'll like make it just its own. Point. No, I think it's a slow piano thing where they're just like at a piano singing. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And they only sing the chorus. Yeah. And, and then like, like all the B roll footage comes in of like all these different shots of where them no characters falling in love. Speak. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. I love it. Yeah. Glee was such a bad show. Here's the thing is <laughs> this is all hypothetical. I don't think Glee should touch any Fall Out Boy songs ever. No, Ooh. they will ruin it. They'll ruin it. So does it. Glee ruin songs? Is that how this is going? Yes. A little bit. Ooh. Duly noted. All right, so I'm gonna reel unless it back. Darren Chris is singing. Okay, so I'm gonna reel it back for <laughs> listeners who don't know much about Glee, and I'm gonna ask. Let's say you're requested or ah, quested with choosing a song that fits you and your life at your biggest high and your biggest low, and you choose this band. Where do you go? She's gonna go very fast with this one because I'm sure she already has them picked out. I'm going there we to go. my playlist. <laughs> <laughs> I have my phone in front of me. For those of you listening, so I can just pull up what I need to. Um, yeah, see, for me, like, I've got a playlist called Uplift Mofo Party Plan, and that's, like, my upbeat stuff. And then I've got Chill Pill, and it's, like, my moderate people are coming over, keep it chill vibes. And then I've got Oblivion, which is, like, my Sad Boy Hours playlist. I have a playlist called Quintessential Stephanie, and it is currently 23 songs long, and I add a song every year. Oh. And currently... There's only one Fall Out Boy song on it, and it is the Ship Gold Standard, which is the one that I wrote the thing about that I still don't really know what it's about. I like um, that concept. That's a really cool concept for a playlist. It's also the most like chaotic playlist you've ever seen yeah. in your entire life. It's like the most random stuff mashed together. It's great, and I only listen to it on my birthday. I feel like... Oh, that's so cool, too. I feel like I would have to add two songs per year because like i just i skipped it's really there. tough it's really yeah. tough to pick yeah. out one song for the year like yeah. last year was a song called chaos mode by desi which i heard on tiktok <laughs> of course but yeah. you know it's the move anyone who's listened to me on this podcast knows that i cosplay as scarlet witch and she's my girl and she does chaos magic <laughs> that was so quiet dude <laughs> you want me to yell it Yes. Okay. So anyone who's listened to this podcast knows that I cosplay as Scarlet Witch and she's my girl and she listens to chaos magic and chaos mode is very much like the bisexual chaos like anthem, which is what everyone needs in their lives. 
Fair enough. All right. So, I mean, that kind of encompasses both then. You're up and you're down, or is that just you're up? Mm, if I'm looking for a song to play while I'm sad by Fall Out Boy. Oh, the kids. It's a cover, I'm pretty sure, but the kids, kids are Bob all right. cover? No. Let's go. <laughs> the, can we do an episode on Kids Bob? <laughs> <laughs> We have Write to, that down. We have to listen to an album by Kids Bop first. That's the rule. Like we have to get I back. Was, it has to include "Truth I Hurts" by Lizzo. Allowed, oh, gosh. I was never allowed to um, listen to Kids Bop. Really? My parents I stupid. I wanted to I be a Kids Bop kid so bad. I also was never allowed to watch Nacho Libre, but that's just a different topic. Fair enough. Um, I think it's a cover, but the kids aren't all right. Always gets me. Mm. Um, it, like reaches into my heart and rips I, it out. No, I love that song. Ooh, Jetpack Jet. Bleh. You have to cut that. Jetpack Blues is another good one for when you're feeling sad. Sick. Well, I know that when I'm driving on the freeway and I want to feel bad, a and like I'm the villain of the story because we all kind of want those moments. Mm-hmm. I'm a bad guy. We're gonna get monetized on this one. It's fine. We might get monetized on the last one too. It's fine. Um, is definitely this ain't a scene. I'm just saying that. See, that one's a fun one because it's it's literally just like a B flat over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. And like that's really fun for. Do you know anything about music? I a little bit enough. I did musical theater for a long time. I was in choir. You just said you knew the note. And I'm like, is that just because like you researched or is that like you heard it and you knew it was a B flat? Oh, we could get a little bit of stuff. A little bit of both. But like Patrick Stump's range is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Like his range is insane. So she talks about Fall Out Boy like I talk about Panic, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Very similarly. Yeah. So what is his range for those who don't know? And do no it? idea. Oh, okay, uh, real okay. deep to real high. <laughs> real deep to real high. Um, actually, if you listen to <laughs> Head First in a Cooperstown, Cooperstown on a Bad Bet, you know, that that one, the long title from Folly Adu, uh, he, he does a really, really deep note um, towards the beginning. But like you, you'll hear in um, the Saina scene that he sings really high, like. I don't know his range. Okay, so then let me try to like reach it to a way that may make more sense for the listeners. So you did musical theater, so let's mm-hmm. kind of start here. You obviously know about ranges such as like soprano, tenor, alto, bass, all that stuff. Yeah. Where would you say his range lies amongst those types of ranks? And then I'll I think take he's it normally like baritone tenor, but he can do bass. Okay. And he can do high tenor. Okay. Do you think he could hit alto? Like low alto? I don't know. Maybe. Because so, low alto is like a solid. Because like 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 middle Brendan Urie has range too. Yeah, but I don't think he's like a soprano range. I, yeah, yeah. He, I, Patrick some can't hit soprano, but maybe yeah. alto. Maybe so, alto. Wrapping this up back into real people were uh, words for those who don't know musical things at all. Basically, the range is kind of like bass is going to be your super duper low notes. Like your, I can't even go that low, but like, whoa, but like whoa. so deep <laughs> it, it wraps around your ears. It's so deep. Then you kind of come up and you have tenor and there. Yes, there are some things in between there, but tenor is kind of a little bit higher of a range. It's something that maybe I could possibly think about hitting where it doesn't quite wrap around your ears, but it still feels kind of low. If you're thinking about a piano, you're going from the left side of the piano and just kind of working your way up. As you may know, if you've ever just even touched one, just it goes oh, very low and then very high. It's like ding, 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 
you know, like a chimey thing. The ranges are kind of like sectionized and in, in by a piano. So if you were to take those four different names, like bass, tenor, alto, and soprano, if you just cut the piano into fourths, you're roughly looking at what those ranges would be. So if that gives anybody an idea, kind of helps. So out. yeah, he Tenor covers a lot of the piano. What most guys are too. Yeah, mm-hmm. like an average, like a talking voice is probably roughly going to be around tenor to alto for most average people. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And then you just start singing in that normal range, and then bass is lower, sopranos higher. All righty. Well, we're going to wrap this episode up. Thank you so much, Stephanie, for your intuitive oh, knowledge. Thank you for listening to all of Boy. my nonsense. No, I love it. I love Fall Out Boy. They are definitely some like a, a band that's on my playlist, and I love them. I love all of their music. I haven't listened to as nearly as much as you, but I'll send I, you a playlist. Send me a playlist. I will be down. I do actually want to make a Spotify account for Radio Wave where we can start setting up playlists for each episode that we are talking about. I think that'd be a really great idea. Let me know what you guys think in our Instagram. It's going to be Radio Wave UNLV. But uh, thank you so much for riding the wave with us today, uh, my cute little ra- wave riders. Uh, my, co- my <laughs> I quit. Um. <laughs> My name is Ashley Liebig, and I'm your host, and I am joined here with my in-a-room co-host. Riley Christman. And Stephanie Overton. Uh, also, we are going to be on Spotify, Apple Music, or Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, and SoundCloud, as well as 91.5 Rebel HD2 every Wednesday, 6.30. Please tune in. All right. We'll catch you out on the wave. Thank you. Thank you.